This is NX2 coming at you, pre-recorded as always. We got a good reaction to the last podcast with more viewership than I was expecting, much faster than I expected. Let's hope this week we can continue that. But otherwise, welcome to NX2's new podcast. I'm Chris, the social media and content specialist, and this is Thera, our amazing content writer. There are, there are a few blog posts and page updates that go through NX2 that she has not touched. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. How is your first week back in the office treating you? Um, it's all right. I woke up this morning and I just kept thinking, ooh, I could just put on my loungewear and I don't have to actually like be a presentable human being. And then I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, I have to go to the office. So that was a little bit of a, oh no, remember your schedule. But otherwise it's been good. It's nice to be back in my little corner and chugging along how about although you've been in the office right yeah me and logan since like no one else has been here we've just been in the office pretty much every day i think i don't nice. think i've missed i think i've worked from home once i think but yeah not as much about me this episode is about you we want to sort of start this podcast by introducing everyone on the team who's working here and personally i think the best way to get to know everyone is to learn where they started like specifically how did you get started with nx2 marketing if you remember that story all that well sure so I guess I'll go back a little bit before I started at NX2 I had been in grad school at Wilkes University in their Maslow creative writing program I was getting my MFA and I was actually a graduate assistant in their marketing communications department and you know it was getting I guess it would be like October November 2019 and I knew I needed a job it's NEPA, so the market for, you know, marketing communications, you know, it just wasn't exactly robust at that time. And I was getting out of school at a weird time. Usually people are graduating in like May. Obviously it was November, it was the holidays. And then um, somebody I worked with in the marketing office, shout out Patty, had actually saw NX2's LinkedIn post that they were looking for a content writer. They had an office in Dallas, which was great. My fiance at the time and I, we had just bought a home in Shavertown, so it was like a 10 minute drive for me. And you know, I wanted to be a professional writer. I had gone to school for creative writing, so obviously I wanted to be a writer. Yeah. And then this was a great way to combine my love for research. So I applied, I think, trying to think I feel like it was a Friday morning I applied my fiance now husband and I were going to a wedding in Maryland so I hurried up and I submitted my stuff and then I think um, I got an email back like within a few hours saying great can you come in for an interview next week and I was like what like that was so fast because I had been ghosted from so many other jobs that I had applied to so I was like this is too good to be true and yeah. then I went in for an interview and they liked my samples. You know, I had been working in higher ed and that was something I always loved. And I had been writing for the alumni magazine, their website. We had just launched a new news website for the university. And I knew that was something, online media was something I was still really passionate about. So when I brought all of that to the table, I think they were excited to see that I did have that digital experience. So, and then here I am after a pandemic, a wedding and whole bunch of other chaos back in the desk. Yeah. 
it can be really disheartening to be like searching for a new job and have like no one really respond or get back to you but NXT really wasn't like that they were very much quick to respond guess up interview and like get to know you they were very say interested to know each and every one to make sure you were a perfect fit for the team they weren't all about just like looking at your resume and then just deciding it from there they like want to get to know each and every one on the team because anything like you may not know you can learn absolutely but you can you can't really just bring on someone to the team except for what they know you have to bring it on by also how well they fit with the team absolutely and they gotta call you and get to know you first which is something i always appreciated oh yeah like if you don't fit in with the company and the culture and the people you're going to work with i remember um when i was called in for my interview I had on like, you know, a, a business suit and I had my little pad folio and I was like ready to go thinking, oh, they work for lawyers. It must be very like stiff. And then who I was hired by had on like a flannel and jeans and I was like, what? Like, this is nuts. So then the next time I came in for my second interview um, and that was when they offered me the position, I kind of did more of a... I can show my personality and how I dress, which was nice because then I didn't feel so nervous to be like, ooh, can't breathe in a button down. This is not my style. <laughs> yeah, with like the interview process is really nice. While they do ask them the questions about how you could do the job, they also ask you like your aspirations and everything and how, where do you want to be in life? Like it was very kind of a striking question to me. because like, well, what do I say? Because I don't know what's going to happen in five years. Yeah. I have no idea. Or like if I have a goal, well, if the goal doesn't necessarily like fit with marketing, it's like, oh, that's not a problem with us. We want everyone to succeed. We don't see any reason why you can't fulfill like your aspiration while also mm-hmm. working with us, why we can't help you as much as you help us. Absolutely. And I guess the question is like, what would be something that you would still aspire to do eventually that X2 is going to help you with? Honestly, my goal has always been get back into higher ed, into teaching, and that's something I plan to do actually. Um, soon so that's great and writing writing for me you know I've learned so much here with SEO I came in here just knowing how to write you know news writing the inverted pyramid I knew how to do creative writing I could do long-form narration I could do a whole bunch of different styles but I didn't really have that critical SEO component to my writing but it was something I was able to pick up on quickly because once you start doing it, you can't help but do it, I feel like is a fair assessment for a lot of people yeah. who are content and copywriters. But now I've actually started my own blog, applying the skills that I've learned here. I'm hoping to, you know, do try some different markets and try to get my content out elsewhere. Not The options are limit, limitless, so I'm excited to see what to do. But I've always wanted to be a professional writer and NX2 has definitely helped me do that and I get to you know come back to alumni weekends and say I am a writer and I get a paycheck to be a writer and that's very self gratifying <laughs> I guess just writing has always been kind of the same kind of passion I think we've both shared we've talked mm-hmm. about that before and like similar goals always been like to kind of publish a book like yes. professionally rather than just what I do myself <laughs> on Amazon and I think the coolest thing is like Nicole even first is like well the first thing she talked about when she brought when we first met because i had been working the office a few times before i got the meter because of pandemic mm-hmm. obviously but the first thing she was talked about her dream to like reach the west coast but at the same time the same breath she talked about my dream publish a book and get that stuff out there because both of our dreams were in no way mm-hmm. kind of 
in the way of each other they're very much going hand in hand and yeah. i'd be excited to see how annex 2 and your dream to teach and then also do more with writing goes hand in hand yes so, yeah. I, I just want to be the next julia quinn i don't know if you have netflix and you saw the bridgerton commercials i've always been a romance novel junkie when i started my graduate program I was like, I want to be a romance writer. Those ladies make tons of money. Some of them are men who have pen names that are female because, you know, if you look at the market trends, women sell more romance novels than men. And I would love that. Oh my gosh, imagine me. I'd have the, the greased up cowboy on the cover with the stallion trotting through the back. That's my goal. <laughs> my mom's so proud. I have two master's degrees and that's what I want to do. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, they make a lot of money. Yeah. My mom would love it. If they were historical, though, that's what she would be like. She'd be like, I don't care about the cowboys as much. Just make sure it's historical. And then you're like, well, cowboys are historical, Mom. They are. Oh, my gosh. That's what got me through the pandemic. I was reading, like, two romance novels a week, and then I would cry because it was still a pandemic and I was supposed to get married. <laughs> then i just pick up another romance novel, and my fiancé was just like gotta get the amazon card away from you stop ordering books <laughs> it's funny i had like the same problem with comic books i still have like a whole stack that i've just acquired because every time i think i'm about to finish just like get through all those i have I'm like oh here's another one that's like on sale let's just add that to the cart <laughs> love it that's what you got to do though i feel like of all the things we could collect in a mess i feel like reading material is the least troublesome I say that as I'll be on my own hoarding on TLC special, and they'll walk into my pathway of just not romance novels stacked down the way. <laughs> More than I think most of their hobbies, reading is something that you, I mean, everyone, people learn how to speak and how to write just by reading. Like that improves mm -hmm. your diction, that improves like the way you, your reading comprehension, the way you understand what's being spoken and how you speak to people and that's really important for marketing trying to get across your points in as few words as possible but also like make those words bombastic like you don't want to make them boring and then if you're like not well read anyway you probably don't have many ideas on how to get anything across which is incredibly important and, true, and you even know like we write for so many different clients not just the legal industry I mean we work in you know food service we've worked with architects and engineers and all kinds landscaping companies and they don't all sound the same you have to be able to adapt how you write to their voice and um, I just think about when I was writing for they were like a sheet metal company and I was doing work for them he my my husband's an engineer so I would take work home with me and I'd be like hey can you explain this process to me in a way I can understand it and then I would just like go online, see how other companies did it. And the client was really like excited that he was like, wow, I can't believe you understood that. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you the truth that I had a helper read over my shoulder when things didn't make sense. But I think if you don't read and if you don't experience different things, you'll never know how to adapt to that and make your voice and the client happy as well. I totally 100% agree. And... I think that's all the time we have. Stuff to catch up on after the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, thank you for listening, and talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.